Hello and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hello! We're recording this special bonus episode one day after the 2019 Academy Awards, a ceremony where the entire awards season has kind of been fraught with some controversy, starting with the decision to create a Best Popular Film category. Yes. Uh, which they then sort of walked back because nobody was into that idea. And then their inability to find a host uh, for the first time in 30 years. <laughs> they reached out to apparently Dwayne Johnson. Uh, then they reached out to Kevin Hart. And there was uh, that whole fallout. Debacle, yes. <laughs> yes. And so that just ended with them going hostless. It's still kind of shocking to me that they couldn't find a host. Like, nowhere in Hollywood can you pay someone apparently to host the Oscars. <laughs> Like, it's not it's not worth it, I guess, apparently. There's not enough upside for people to host the Oscars. Well, and the Oscars, uh, year after year, the ratings have gone down, down, down. I mean, I can't even remember the last time a host got good reviews at the Oscars. Well, I think it was Ellen DeGeneres. I mean, she came out pretty unscathed, but usually it's, yeah, the, the host is kind of torn apart. Torn apart. <laughs> Do you remember no the, the year that Anne Hathaway and, oh, my God, the stoner guy, James? Yeah, Anne Hathaway and James Franco. Yeah, that was a train wreck. That was awful. It was, it was very awkward, very embarrassing. I, I mean, think even Anne Hathaway said, like, it, you know, no matter what happens this year, it's it can't be as bad as when me and James hosted. <laughs> and I think I think she's right. Like that that's probably rock bottom. It's been kind of a rough decade so far. Just for the Oscars, yeah. In terms of the host, yeah. I, I think Ellen Ellen's pretty much the only one. I mean, Seth MacFarlane, fucking Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, I think Seth MacFarlane was the worst. Well, he was the one that did all the singing and all the the Broadway and. You know, yeah, all of that. He did a huge, big-time number at the beginning. He did a number called We Saw Your Boobs. Yes, you glorious. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, aside from Hathaway and Franco, like, he's he's next worst. Yeah. It's been, yeah, it's been rough. So they just decided to go hostless. There was also, sort of at the 11th hour, this, another controversial choice to give out four awards during commercial breaks. Yeah. And then Air re-edited clips <laughs> at a later point, and then a bunch of well, one of the awards they thought about doing that was cinematography, yeah, cinematography and, editing. and editing, yeah. Like what the? I, the I, I did not understand that. I'll tell you what the thinking was. The thinking was like if you take two smaller branches and then put them with two bigger branches, it, it doesn't feel like they're just throwing all the small ones under the bus. So it, I think the thinking was like. The bigger branches will kind of take one for the team, but that backfired. Big time. Yeah. Because everybody came out and revolted against of, against it. A bunch of A-listers. Yeah. As actors and filmmakers. Yes. So after, yeah, after all these A-list filmmakers, including like Tarantino, Alfonso Cuaron, they all, they're all like, I mean, what are you doing? Do you even know what a movie is? And so after that revolt... The Academy back down yet again. Yes. And so they're like, okay, we're going to air everything as is. They're just, they were really desperate to keep it short. Yes. Like under, like within three hours. They that was did the okay. I mean, I think they only went over, what, 15 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. This they time around. So. They moved along. Yeah. Like, 
I've been watching it for a long time. This one moved along very well. I mean, if they really wanted to go and and maybe put the awards that you know on the commercial breaks, they need to go documentary. They need to go short, live action short, and animated short. You're saying cut the shorts. Cut the shorts, yes. Yeah. I hate to say it, but documentary too. I know you feel a little differently, but. Well, one of the best. No, moments. nobody has seen these shorts that they, that are winning, except the one that was in front of a big, huge Pixar movie. I, I'm with you on the shorts, but I, I disagree on documentary feature. I think one of the best moments from last night was when those filmmakers got up. It was a husband and wife team. That was sweet. Yeah, it's like documentary. Documentary feature still belongs at the telecast, as far as I'm concerned. I agree with you on shorts. I think you can also cut. Hair and makeup. I mean, well, hair and makeup. I mean, if you want to go further, you know, like sound editing and sound mixing. People don't even know the difference between the two. I know. I, can, I think I asked you multiple times. I keep forgetting what the difference is between the two. I mean, sound editing is creating the sounds that go into a mix. And then the mix is the final mix of different elements. Dialogue, sound effects, music. Two different skills. Yeah. Two different skills. And so what... Were you rooting for anyone going into the ceremony? I was. I, I'm a big Star is Born fan. I, I was so rooting for Lady Gaga. And I was so rooting for Star is Born to win Best Picture. Because I thought that was, and in my opinion, the best one out there. You know, there's a, there's a couple of films you haven't seen, right? <laughs> yes, admittedly Roma, so. You haven't seen Green Book. Admittedly so, yes. Those, those, those were the... The two two big uh, contenders going into the night. But based on their previews, they're not movies that... Appeal to you. Appeal to me. So... I agree with you. Like, if you see clips for Roma, which is a black and white subtitle film, it's a period film, I mean, it's about a uh, you know, Mexican uh, housekeeper, if that doesn't appeal to you, I mean, don't watch it. You know, I mean, it's not going to work for you. You're going to be bored. You know, don't, don't force yourself to watch something if you know you're not going to be into it yeah because otherwise you're gonna like, you're gonna like, regret it and well, you're, you're gonna, gonna you're gonna blame the film yeah and it honestly like it that's not the film's problem no that's that's the viewer's problem <laughs> well like, i wouldn't I say the viewer's it. problem well, i would say I it's about their it. taste and we talk about this to this day about the artist winning like five years ago and it was black and white well, and it was silent film you're and you're big descendants fan i was i thought the descendants got robbed I did. Sure. And I think that's why a lot of, you know, regular regular audience that aren't in the academy, that aren't in, you know, Hollywood, don't see a lot of these films that ultimately win. And I think that's what pisses people off. Well, that's why they wanted to do the best popular film category. But that, you know, that backfired. But that was their thinking. Like, you know, best, best film that ticket buyers have actually seen, which would include, you know, Marvel movies and... Marvel movies. And then another Marvel movie. Right. It, it, maybe DC movies. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> but that, that was the hope. And uh, like that would give viewers at home something to root for. It just it backfired. I mean, I was I in I, I was in my office today and, and people were asked me about who won, you know, best picture, and I'm like, you know, it was Green Book. And they're like, what is that? But everybody has heard of The Star is Born. Everybody has heard of Bohemian Rhapsody. These are regular people that maybe only want to see a movie once a month. 
Bohemian Rhapsody has made nearly a billion worldwide. I mean, it's it's unreal how much money Bohemian Rhapsody has made. In, yeah, Green Book, not, I mean, not a lot of people saw Green Book. Not a lot of people. I mean, myself included, and I'm sure it was a great film. Well, okay, well. I wouldn't be so sure. I mean, I mean it is what it is. <laughs> But, but for me, I think that's why the Oscars are definitely going down the tubes because they're, they're nominating films that nobody on this planet has seen except people within the L.A. and film community. I mean, I, I feel like they're getting so far from what regular people want to see that the ratings are going down, 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 and I think they're going to be going even further down in years to come. Just playing devil's advocate, isn't that a, a nice upside of the Oscars if they're putting a spotlight on films that you wouldn't normally see? You know, like, oh, this is nominated for Best Picture. You know, maybe, maybe there's Not with the it. reputation that the Oscars has. You, I mean, they're they... Not, they're not picking out gems. They're not picking out <laughs> gems. I mean, who? nobody knows who the what the artist is anymore. <laughs> and I just feel like a lot of movies get robbed. And, and people yeah, get pissed off. This, we should say this, you know, uh, up front. Like, you shouldn't put a lot of stock into the Academy Awards or who's nominated, or who wins what, because year after year, the best movies aren't even nominated. Yeah. I mean, that's the truth, okay? Like, the uh, best movie of last year, in my opinion, sorry to bother you, not a single nomination. Not a single one. Not a single nomination. So, I mean, I, I, I come to expect that. Yeah. It's, that's just how the Oscars roll. You know, on our Bohemian Rhapsody episode, and I kind of said back then, like, the Oscar routinely gets it wrong. So, like, an Oscar, it, it might be a nice boost for the actor or whoever, the director. I mean, it's art. It's subjective. It doesn't mean that that was the best. Yeah. It just means that was the most popular in that moment. They campaigned the best. They, they campaigned the best, the best and it was, it was all about who can rub the, the best elbows. Who, who watches American Beauty anymore? <laughs> and that year, I mean, it was Magnolia. Fight Club, The Matrix, Election, Three Kings, wow. Bringing Out the Dead. I mean, that was an incredible year. I mean, you take your pick, and the Academy picked American Beauty. So I w yeah, I wasn't very impressed with American Beauty. No, they, I mean, it stars uh, Kevin Spacey, uh, who's lusting after a teen. So, I mean, he's just yeah. getting his practice in. It wasn't a great movie then. It's not a great movie now. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my little rant. Like, it, it's important to keep things in check. It's just yeah. a award show. And it, it comes down to the budget and popularity. Yeah, it does. So let's get into just the overall observations of the ceremony. What you liked, what you didn't like. And then we'll go into the winners. Obvious highlight was Bradley Cooper. And Lady Gaga. And Lady Gaga doing their duet. Oh, the yes. That was... Huh. You, I mean, the chemistry between the two, and that must have been weird for Bradley Cooper's girlfriend. Yeah, I, I know I'm not the only one thinking that. Mm -hmm. like, <laughs> she's either oblivious or in denial or a really good sport and very understanding. Yeah. One of those. <laughs> I mean, God bless her. My jealousy her. track would have been like, mm, gonna, yeah, I think most, most ladies would be very jealous. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call him Coop from here on out. 
my man Coop, he and Gaga, they're professionals. Yes. So you, you have to give them that benefit of the doubt. But, I mean, I speculated even just watching the movie, The Star is Born Like, I mean, that's some serious chemistry. I mean, historically, to get that chemistry on screen, you know, pe people be fucking. My second favorite, because yeah. that was one of my first, my yeah. second favorite was Queen. At the beginning with Adam Lambert, they played We Are the Champions and We Will Rock You. Yeah. It was it was a little different for the Oscars, but it seemed to work. And and actually, I kind of liked not having a host. I think you feel a little differently, but yeah, not having a host. I mean, they didn't get into all the political nonsense they normally do. Like it wasn't as politicized this year. I, I just I wanted to celebrate the movies. I didn't want to you know hear about what's in the news because I watch it every single day. It, you know, the Oscars is a way for me to escape. Of course. Yeah. I mean, we live the news. We live that nightmare every day. And I'm grateful that, I mean, it wasn't. Like, I was pleasantly surprised. It was about the movies. And I, I actually agree. That was the biggest question mark going in. How would the whole hostless thing work? How would that feel and play out? And you only really feel it in the beginning with... Uh, the missing monologue. But once you get past the monologue and they start giving the awards out, it's business as usual. But the monologue came in a little bit with, with, the, ladies. with the ladies, with the SNL ladies. I mean, that was telling, hilarious. They were telling some random jokes. Yeah, there's a couple of chuckles there. There wasn't like a monologue. So it was Tina Fey. Maya Angelou. And um, Maya, Maya Angelou. Maya Rudolph. <laughs> Maya Rudolph. And who's the blonde? The uh, uh, Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. Yeah. I mean, great these mix, great mix of ladies. these ladies have such great chemistry and, and comedic timing. I mean, it's just kind of after the Queen performance, they came out to present the first uh, award for supporting actress. Yeah. And it, it just it flowed, in my opinion. It did. The only thing I missed was just a, a monologue where, you know, it's a comedian or, you know, a, a celebrity personality. Who's you know kind of taking the temperature of the, the room and kind of like summing up the year? Kind of bit. making fun of of Hollywood elite. That it's. It, I know you like that a little bit. Yeah, I, I mean sometimes you can you can do it nicely. You yes. Can do it, you know a little too harsh. Like Ricky Gervais. <laughs> but this was different, and ultimately I think it worked out. Yeah, I did too. It's been it's been really indulgent in the past, just with like all the unnecessary shit. <laughs> Yeah, the first big award was Regina King. Yeah, we're going to get into the awards now. So first big award was Best Supporting Actress was Regina King. I wanted Rachel Weisz to win, but to be honest, I didn't have a stake in the game. I didn't have, you know, I really didn't care uh, which actress won this award. I know I didn't like Amy Adams because I, I really hated Vice. You know, I, I and I didn't see Beale Street could talk, but you did. So maybe you can talk about it. From what I remember, Regina King is in that film for maybe uh, like two or three scenes. Honestly, she—I barely remember her character. She's like she's like a protective mom. Uh, her son is in jail. Uh, I wasn't a fan of that film. Yeah. So, <laughs> but um, she won. She, I guess she gave a good speech. Heartfelt. It was heartfelt. Her dress was fabulous. She, you know, thanked God, and I mean, it, it just really wasn't political, which I loved. Yeah, very rarely political. I would say, like, when you talk about, like, the Academy nominating films, like, nobody wants to see. Yeah. <laughs> if Bill Street could talk, it is, like... Would be one of those. Like, one of those films. I actually, I applaud the Academy for not giving it, like, a Best Picture nom. See, that was one of the films that didn't really appeal to me. It's a bad film. 
<laughs> Just my opinion. It's a bad film. It's not a good film. And so, not only did he win cinematography, but uh, Roma also won Best Foreign Film, and he won Best Director. Yeah. The film winning all these awards is big for Netflix uh, because it legitimizes them within top-ranking mm-hmm. industry folks, which is you know what they've been looking for. I mean, they needed that kind of artistic validity. Yeah. Which they didn't really have, you know, doing episodes of Fuller House and the wicked days of Sabrina, whatever. Well, and I think this is an opportunity for him not to really worry about the the producers and not worry about the studio. And, and I, Netflix really gives the filmmakers autonomy and just being able to do what they want to do with their film. Sometimes to the movie's detriment. I've seen a lot of Netflix movies that feel like they're several passes away several test screenings away from getting into a proper form. And they've just kind of been dumped out because it's like, well, this is what the filmmakers want. There isn't, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of pushback. Mm -hmm. And in that kind of scenario, which is ideal, I guess, for the creator. Well, just for the creator, not necessarily for like Netflix or for the viewer. Yeah. If you're just going to like hand over money and let people do what they want, it it helps if you're handing it over to like a real visionary, a, a real artist, like quote on. There aren't, there aren't a whole lot out there. So he's a part of what? The Three Amigos? I, I believe that's it. Him and Guillermo del Toro and uh, Inaritu. Yeah. And they've all, in the last six years... They've all they've, they've all won Best Director, except one year, where La La Land got it. I mean, they're talented dudes. Yeah. Let's, let's be real. They're really talented dudes. Uh, inspiring. Their, yeah. Their, their work is, is genuinely inspiring. I was a little bummed that Bradley Cooper didn't even get nominated for Best Director, though. That was kind of disappointing to me. Well, yeah, we, we've spoken on this, and I think it's it's a sense of, like, the guy has everything. He's a movie star. Now he can sing. He can play guitar. Oh, he, he can direct? Well, let's see him try it again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think part of it comes from that, like, not wanting to, like, just shower him with too much, uh, I think. I think it's part of that. I mean, when Spiller made Jaws, uh, I mean, he, he didn't get a Best Director nom. I'm just, I'm citing that as like a kind of a history with the Academy. They don't give it all over to you. Yeah. I mean, it's, and. Yeah, but Bradley, Bradley Cooper's been nominated, he's been nominated for Oscars in the past and nominated hasn't, hasn't won. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and didn't he get it? What was the Jennifer Lawrence movie? Silver Linings Playbook. He got a, a nom for that movie too. I believe so. He's been in some quality films. He's that was a of, good film. Yeah, he's done a lot of quality work. He's worked with good filmmakers. And clearly, he's learned a lot. Uh, I, I think he deserved a Best Directing nomination. Nomination, I mean, yeah. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna include Adam McKay. So, like, I let's yes, swap out, let's swap out Adam McKay. Oh my god. Also, I think there's maybe a little prejudice towards a first time director. That, well, that is that's also a harder nut to bust. Um, I actually wanted Spike Lee to win for Best Director. I really liked Black Klansman. Sure. I thought it was his time. Well, he didn't win Best Director, but seeing him win for screenplay? It was really cool, yeah. Seeing Spike on stage, clearly, I mean, he was enjoying it. He's, he, he's a joy. To yeah, watch. yeah. Um, but let's go down. Um, best Actor, we have Remy Malik. That's who I wanted. I thought he was fabulous. You know, Oscar loves transformation stories. I feel like this is an area where they got it wrong. 
Yeah. Bradley Cooper, I think, gave out of that group the best male performance. I don't know. I, I'm I'm I, I liked Remy Malik. I thought he was I thought he was great as Freddie Mercury. He's been on those buck teeth. I thought he was fantastic though. His mannerisms, I mean everything he took know, on Freddie know. Mercury's persona. I'm not, I don't know if Bohemian Rhapsody is going to age that well. I feel like it's not. I think it will because Queen's music has aged. But it still has that, like, directed by Brian Singer credit on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a, ba- that's a black eye, a definitely. Um, so one of the biggest upsets last night was Best Actress. Best Actress was kind of slated to go to Glenn Close, and it went to Olivia Coleman. She was the lead on The Favorite, which I got an opportunity to watch hours before the Oscars. Did you like The Favorite? It was, eh. Yeah, I just, I feel. It was I okay. Feel. I mean, I like, I felt like there was no climax in the movie. I, I just. She she was great in it. She was made to look atrocious, and her character was awful. Yeah, that's how I feel. I, I like I wouldn't say it's a good or bad movie. It's just a movie. Yeah, I don't feel like really strongly about it. It's just it's not for me. So that was the biggest upset. Um, so let's go down to supporting actor. Supporting actor was uh, Mahershala Ali. He Green won Book. for yeah. Green Book. He's the he's the best thing about Green Book. He's he's the only redeeming element of Green Book. Yeah. Maybe perhaps not coincidentally, he's the, really the only person of color telling the story of Green Book. So, uh yeah. Yeah. That, that's Green Book. I mean, I I had uh, Sam Elliott. I love Sam Elliott. I love him in the ranch. I know it's, it's the the raunchy comedy on uh, Netflix. <laughs> I mean, that's, this is what I'm saying. Like Netflix, they they needed Alfonso Cuarón. I I just love uh, Sam Elliott's character in A Star Is Born. I mean, he just plays the older brother very well. All right, we're going to go down to best editing, and we had Bohemian Rhapsody, which did win. They they had Vice in for that. I just, I can't believe that they had Vice was even nominated for this category. Yeah, the Vice's, just the sheer number of Vice's nominations, just Vice's presence at the Academy Awards is a little baffling if you've seen Vice. <laughs> it's like, in theory, I, I I think I like what Vice is trying to do. Yeah. It's just an execution. It, it just did not, did not go off very well. Does not succeed. <laughs> so mm-hmm. if you've seen the movie, its presence is very positive. Yeah. Man, I don't know why Starsborn didn't get more nominations. Lost, yeah, like, it lost that's its just, mojo somewhere. It really did. Somewhere along the way. Yeah. Um, and then shame. sound editing, we actually gave it to A Quiet Place. Yeah, I'll just say, it, A Starsborn, it lost its mojo in terms of winning Oscars, but it, it sold a show last night. Yeah. That counts for something. Yeah. And so for sound editing, we actually had A Quiet Place. And again, the gate that got um, Bohemian Rhapsody as well won that one. But A Quiet Place was such a good horror movie, and all of the nuances and everything that went into the sound is on this, this movie. This is editing. This is editing. Yeah. It, it just was phenomenal, yeah. and it's it's hard to get a like quiet room. Well, that's a movie driven entirely by sound. Sound, yes. And sound design. Yeah, very little dialogue. 
So next is Best Song, which we all know. I mean, Best Song, yeah. I mean, Shallow Slow from Night. Stars Born. I mean, got Lady Gaga her Oscar. I've had that song stuck in my head all day. I mean, since rewatching it last week, it's been in my been in my head all week. And yeah, it's an amazing song. There's so many great songs in that movie. Yeah, that was a slam dunk. Yeah, yeah, I had it in the bag and it took it. It really did. I mean, and Lady Gaga, you know, love, I, seeing, love seeing her win. That was a yeah. That's another highlight. That was a good highlight. I mean, she was generally. Yeah, she's great. Like, I'm a, I'm a fan. Well, I, I just felt that she was just genuinely thankful. Yeah, and apparently she was just really uh, just generous to all the nominees last night. Just uh, yeah, just an overall really positive presence. Yeah. So next on this list is original screenplay. Uh, the screenplay for Green Book has a scene where Vigo teaches Mahershala how to eat fried chicken. Like that, I mean, that's that's the screenplay that just won an Oscar. I have no comment. I mean, Bingo's character is so is such a racist. Like, there's two two black guys. They they drink water out of a glass. He sees the glasses, the empty glasses sitting on the counter, throws them in the trash. Oscar winner. Got. I mean, blame Spielberg. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, so next one is um, Best Adapted Screenplay, and we picked Black Klansman, and Spike Lee took it with Black Klansman. He, he was a writer on it. Um, it, was, it was his time. And it's nice to see him back on top, because he's, he, he's had an up-and-down career, <laughs> we'll say. I mean, he's, he's been through the wilderness for, for a while. Yeah. And this, yeah, this has been a good one for yeah. him. And so, so yeah, so Black Panther ended up winning three Oscars last night. No yeah. movie won more than Bohemian Rhapsody. I think they won four, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no Marvel. The biggest winner of last night. No Marvel movie has won an Oscar. Black Panther's the first, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to go into animated feature, and I am so disappointed in who won versus who I thought should have won. You and I are in the minority on Spider-Verse. I know. I so did not like Spider-Verse. I I just... It was all over the place. I could. I felt like I was ADHD. I needed, you know, it was. I'll say this, you know, I was a little underwhelmed when I saw Star Is Born, and then when I rewatched it, I'm like, oh, now, now I get it. This, this is why people love it. I'm hoping that with a rewatch, maybe I'll of Spider Verse. Yeah, maybe it'll it'll go up a little bit. But I was underwhelmed on that first view. Yeah, exactly how I thought. Yeah, it was okay. But I mean, I thought Incredibles two. Knocked it out of the park. I mean, come on. Like, that was my favorite. Like I said, I mean, the Academy doesn't always get it right. And we're also in the minority. I mean, people... But people loved Incredibles too. The collective geek and critical community and artist community, they shit their pants over Spider-Verse. They couldn't get enough. So we're in the minority there. We're not huge Spider-Man fans. And my no, opinion, like, going to the cartoon, I'm like, I- I'm-, I'm good on Spider-Man. Yeah. I-, I feel a little saturated, a little, like... That's, so that's my bias. If I-, if I was a big Spider-Man fan, I would probably be more enthusiastic. Yeah. But I'm not. So yeah. it is what it is. It's telling, though, that two... Of the nominees for Best Animated Film are superhero movies. Yeah. Comic book features. Yeah. It's a sign of the times. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So now we're going into visual effects. (laughs) Let me have it. 
well, I think our pick was Ready Player One. It was Ready Player One, amazing movie. I watch it all the time. <laughs> you know, even if you hate that movie, to me it seems like a no-brainer. Like it's some sort of visual effects achievement. But no, Winter First Man. It didn't even. Oh my right. God, First Man! Like, what movie is this? Like, it's so obsolete. Like, you and I reviewed it on this. Show. It was awful. Well, even if you like First Man, I mean, it's not like a visual effects triumph. No! That's like giving best visual effects to The Hurt Locker over Avatar. Like, you might like one over the other, but in terms of visual effects, one is clearly the bigger achievement. Yeah. So, yeah, for whatever reason, that movie was kind of shrugged off here in, in the States. It has more love overseas in China. I think this was people's opportunity to reward a movie like First Man, which a lot of people felt was snubbed. Yeah. You and I don't feel like well, it was snubbed. Well, I don't feel like it was snubbed <laughs> at all. <laughs> Whatsoever. Yeah. A shame. I feel like Red Player One is a, is another movie that will, will have its time. It'll yeah. be reassessed. I mean, during, during the broadcast last night, there was a Samsung commercial. Where people are doing like augmented reality in the street. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, like, like yes, yes, like yes. From Ready Player One. So it, you know, it, a lot of people dismiss that movie. It, you and I are fans. Yes, we're fans. Right. And so, last but not least, is Best Picture. Mm. You and I really wanted A Star Is Born, but Green Book got it. You vouch for this as my witness. Last night during the broadcast, I'm like, if Roma wins Best Foreign Language, Green Book is probably going to take Best Picture. Yeah. That is... That's what happened. That is ultimately what happened, but, like, nothing can really prepare you for how strange that reality is. Yeah. Because <laughs> even though, like, it, you know, it kind of made sense just in terms of, like, where the precursors were, having it actually happen in reality on TV is very strange because that's... There's multiple controversies uh, with the writer, controversies with the actor, controversies with the director, and yet... Um, it, it, it played it played to someone. It played to someone. It's a movie that I think plays to older white dudes. It makes them feel good about not being a racist. Well, having a change of heart, saying, you know, I guess white people can change. Maybe my dad was a racist, but, but I, I don't I have to learn. be, yeah. I, I mean, that's, yeah, I think the, the lesson's somewhere along those lines. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, so I just I don't I can't imagine any black person voting for Green Book for Best Picture. I could be wrong, but I would think that vote would go for Black Klansman. Yeah, you know, you're not going to give it to Star Is Born or, or Roma. Okay, give it to Black Klansman. Don't give it to Green Book. Uh, so that's that's why Spike Lee was upset. You know, back in '89, he made Do the Right Thing, which was ignored at the Oscars, and that year, Driving Miss Daisy won. It's it's a it's a very retrograde look at racial dynamics. It's from the director of Dumb and Dumber. I mean, this is not a best picture movie. I, it, the best you can say about it is it's mildly entertaining and rehearsal. It does a good job, but giving it best picture denigrates that category. Yeah, like you keep giving that award away to shit films. Exactly. It's not going to mean anything. No. So, overall, um, did you think 2018 was a good year for the movies? I'm going to say not really. And, uh, you know, a lot of people disagree with that. But a lot of people like The Favorite. <laughs> and, you know, uh, a lot of people like movies that I don't. I mean, people people had a heart attack over Spider-Verse. So, like, 
you know, I've seen a lot of movies that are okay. I haven't seen a lot of movies in 2018. That were phenomenal. But, yeah, everyone looks for different things in, in a movie. I, I'm right. I, I'm right there with you. There's a lot of movies that were. They were movies. They were movies. They were good. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I would say overall it was an entertaining uh, ceremony. Uh, and then at the very end, when you're hoping they'll stick the landing, they gave it to Green Book. There you go. That's the 2019 Oscars. You can find more episodes on anchor.fm slash movie date night, as well as iTunes, where you can rate, review, and subscribe. We're on Twitter at dnmoviepodcast. You can also email us at date night movie podcast at gmail.com. And until next time, I'm Patrick. And I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening. Bye.